Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In order to be free from the bondage of death, evil, spiritual darkness and self, God became human to take our place, to pay the cost and set the captives free. The cost was death. God paid a huge price for our freedom. He is and was and is to come, the self-existing eternal one. When he spoke, let there be light, there was light. In him and through him all things were created, the Father, Son and Spirit, one Spirit, one God. Yet because of his great love, he chose to become human, to lay down his life, that we would be set free. The Son of God as a human was born of spirit, full of light and life, grace and truth. The pure seed of the living God representing God. He subjected himself to be born of a woman representing humanity. He was the visible representation of the invisible God, the divine wrapped up in humanity, 100% divine. 100% human. For this is amazing grace, that he would come to bear our cross and take our place. He carried our cross, the cross of death and evil, guilt and shame, darkness and chaos, conflict and injustice, rejection and exclusion, bondage and brokenness, selfishness, and pride. It was not his cross to carry, as there was no evil or darkness in him. He was innocent of any wrongdoing, yet he chose to carry our cross, to lay down his life, that we would be set free. Let us look at four aspects of the cost. As we've already said, the first aspect of the cost is death. Remembering God is eternal. He transcends time and space dimensions. To defeat the bondage of death over humanity, someone had to die and receive resurrection eternal life. That someone had to be without evil or darkness. They had to be perfect human. As humanity chose to be one with both good and evil, From that moment, the perfect seed of humanity that God created became corrupted, now reproducing both good and evil. So by the corrupted seed of humanity we are born, a seed that reproduces after its kind. We are born into the first man's image. Therefore God, who is 100% good, chose to become one of us the incorruptible seed, born of the Spirit, came as a baby. He subjected himself to the full human condition of birth, childhood, teenage years, adulthood 
and death. Jesus took our place, carried our cross, paid our price, died in a human body and rose in a human body. He not only paid the cost of death but defeated it. Praise his mighty name. When we receive Jesus, we are born of spirit. So by the incorruptible seed of the Holy Spirit, we undergo a spiritual rebirth. We are born again. As seed reproduces after its own kind, we are reborn into Jesus' image, the heavenly man. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 47 to 49. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. As a result, the divine can now live, dwell and do life within the mortal. We carry the presence of the living God into every situation. We have his image, his identity, his name, born of his incorruptible seed, inheriting eternal life. When Jesus returns in his resurrected, glorified, perfect human body, we will, in a twinkling of an eye, receive our resurrected, perfect human bodies. Bodies that never get sick, never get old, and never die. The mortal becomes totally immortal. Perfect, eternal life. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 Verses 20 to 26. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive, but each one in his own order. Christ, the firstfruits, afterward those who are Christ's at his coming. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and all power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. For this is amazing grace that the giver of life died in our place and conquered death, so that we would be free. The second aspect of the cost is evil. When the first man and woman activated evil into this world, the cost to God's creation was the ultimate price. The earth, which was once perfect, is on a course of destruction. The oceans continually try to correct or bring back balance and equilibrium to the planet. The tectonic plates are forcibly overlapping 
and causing disturbances in the Earth's crust and extreme weather patterns. Violence and destruction replaces peace and creation. The whole creation groans for the rising of the saints and its restoration and renewal, longing for peace of a new heaven and a new earth, where evil has no place. The cost to humanity was also great. Evil entered into the heart of humanity and gave power to self or the flesh to rule and reign. They chose to have their identity in evil and be totally opposed to the living God and his goodness. As a result, the thoughts and deeds of humanity became consumed with only evil, effectively declaring war on God. The exception was Noah and his family. Noah walked with God. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 to 11. Then the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and the every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping things and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah pleases God, and this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God, and Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. God has to destroy evil and bring into judgment everything that raises itself above his right to rule and reign. Those who choose to have their identity in evil and give their allegiance totally to it came under judgment. They were warned and they made a choice. It broke God's heart. Yet God in his amazing grace saves humanity through the family of Noah. Yet the seed was still corrupted with humanity, born of both good and evil. And God continues to pursue in love. Yet there are still those who knowingly choose the darkness and choose to be one with evil. God never interferes with free choice, and it is his great love that God rescues all who are willing for all eternity. He became the perfect, eternal sacrifice. John chapter 3, verses 16 to 22. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. 
And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practising evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. This is amazing grace, that the one who is only good took upon himself evil, the very thing that he hated, and disarmed the powers so that we would be free. The third aspect of the cost is darkness. In the natural, darkness is defined as the absence of light. In the spiritual realm, darkness is the absence of the knowledge and revelation of the divine light. As a result of humanity's choice to become one with both good and evil, activating evil into God's perfect world and giving power to death, humanity became lost in a spiritual darkness. A darkness so dark it can be felt. Hearts and minds became full of shame and condemnation. As a result, ran away from God, and became trapped in lies about God and the knowledge of Him. Humanity cannot determine truth. Only truth can determine truth. Enlightenment is coming into the truth, the perfect truth in God. As He continually pursues in love, He shines His glorious light into our darkness. Jesus is the truth. In Jesus, his light has come. Through the Holy Spirit testifying of Jesus and leading all who are willing into his truth, the chains of bondage and the dominion of spiritual darkness are broken. Praise his mighty name. John chapter 8 verse 12 Then Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. This is amazing grace, that the divine light immersed himself in our darkness and pushed it back so that we would be free. The fourth aspect of the cost is self. Our flesh or our selfish desires became the controlling force over humanity. Each one would continually try to satisfy self, yet self can never be satisfied. Continually striving in a quest for fulfilment of total satisfaction, never attaining. The three temptations or driving forces of self are the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the flesh is, it will feel good, therefore it will be good, and I will do it. Each individual elevating their own desires above God and determining what is good and evil. The lust of the eye is, it looks good, therefore it must be good, 
Therefore I would justify looking again and again and again. And the pride of life has two sides, just like a coin. The head of the coin of pride is the thought that I am better than anyone else. The tails of the coin of pride is the thought that I am but a worm. I am lesser than anybody else. Jesus in his humanity defeated the power of self and resisted and defeated all three temptations. Romans chapter 8 verses 3 to 11 For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. This is amazing grace, that the all-powerful subjected himself to the will of humanity and conquered self so that we would be truly free. In Jesus' birth, death, and resurrection, he defeated the power of self, evil, death, and the spiritual darkness that has a stronghold over humanity. All because he so loves that he chose to lay down his life, carry our cross, pay the full cost, so that we, could be set free. Praise his mighty name. Let us pray. If you have never received Jesus and the sacrifice that he has made to set you free, now is the time. Simply say yes to Jesus, yes to God. You're saying yes to his power and authority and right to rule and reign and to transform and empower to set you free and to dwell with you together with him for all eternity. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.